0: hey what is
1: up what is up guys?
0: higher homies what is up everybody
1: welcome back here to episode 25 hey this is a high five hey episode 25 (laughs) i feel like every episode we get excited about the number like we're like (laughs) celebration we're
0: still here yeah we're still here that's Coming like from our basement,
1: a ton of time. If anyone like tell us, you guys that is that's have, Has any of you listened to every single one? Because that's like all the way through. That's like like thirty hours, no skipping. At least.
0: <laughs> no, that's it is. Crazy. That's a lot. We've already put out a lot of uh, a lot of content already. Yeah, it's been yeah twenty five so episodes, at least an hour, hour and a half. Shit.
1: Hell yeah. And we, so just, anyway. beginning. we yeah, just beginning. We just beginning. Just beginning. And we're back today to wrap up the five families series, and we're actually kind of packaging the last two into one because they definitely have less information than the others so we were like let's just put it all in one and you guys seem to really like that idea when we brought it up so we we're like let's just do it so today we're talking about the dupont family and the famous morgan family
0: yes yes they are infamous really but <laughs> which we'll get into yes but before we do that thank you guys for Supporting us and especially a big. Thank you to our patrons We really appreciate you all and this week's patreon question comes from Emma. She said hey guys Josh you really spoke to me when discussing your experience with Christianity in the reincarnation past lives podcast That was a great one. Actually. I really yeah, enjoyed that, that one
1: Probably my favorite podcast We've done
0: it has been making me think about the ideals of religion a lot Do you guys think that at some point in civilization there was one religion installed by a higher power To help people understand the meaning of the universe and through human doubt and experience other religions have been created Huh or that different religions have been created through people trying to answer what they think the right answers are Yeah, this is a very very deep question, man.
1: Yeah Well, so what I'm basically getting is she's asking if there is at one point some Type yeah, like of master religion or something, or something put yeah. in one type of religion to help us and guide us all and then it's gotten distorted and pulled apart and people You know fucked it all right. Up. The well, yeah, made well, a bunch you know
0: humans things. came along and we we manipulated it and Changed it for our own benefit per se like yeah to like fit a narrative a specific narrative of something.
1: Oh, absolutely I think that's the but result a ma- of like most a, religion. sort of
0: like a mass like how like a master religion or
1: hmm. I was here way before anything else
0: I think it's very possible because I think I think when you look at all religions across the board You really see a lot of different similarities between them and they all sort of have these You know same stories same messages for the most part across the board So it makes you wonder if in fact there was some Ancient religion or something maybe something
1: they're all very similar. They really are, you know going back similar stories
0: Maybe maybe going back to like the Sumerians and stuff Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there is, you know, some religion that was given to us from otherworldly beings or, you know, yeah. maybe just
1: well from like original hmm. Looking at Egypt original Egypt had a completely different religion than like new Egypt new age Egypt at the end Yeah, you know? religions they evolved completely changed what they believed mm-hmm. from like multiple gods to one God and So yeah, I, mean, I think I I it's think very so. possible.
0: Absolutely. And I think I think this might You know, we might dive into this more when we get to an ancient Civ uh, Podcast episode which we need to do one soon. Yes, we do. I want to talk about the Sumerians. Yeah, the Sumerians are are obviously a Very very interesting one being that they're the oldest fucking civilization
1: and we need to talk more about Egypt, too
0: Yeah, no, there's so much more so much more so talk
1: more about Nefertiti Yeah Um. anyway that's but, a good question. Yeah, that's a
0: great question. So I, I I'm gonna go on the answer, maybe.
1: <laughs> I think Josh, maybe. you really should um do like a video or maybe more on the podcast one day talking just about your experience because you've had a very interesting experience with religion and I think a lot of people out there can relate to you and. Yeah, it's and, interesting you, you bring know. that
0: up because it was funny. I was talking to the our, our handyman. We had a handyman installing something today. Oh yeah, and he's he like been a, deep. I was listening. Yeah, so far. He, he's he was. He was definitely, uh, definitely a Christian and somebody that, um, you know, believes in God and, and everything. That and was super nice. He, he just like straight up asked me too. He's like, he's like, I forget, how do you, how do you say it? Well, he was, he was very like respectful about it. He was like, you know, in a higher power, you know, you, you start all with that. But
1: yeah, he was like, whatever you believe, God, Buddha.
0: And like, for me, it's, I like talking about religion. I like talking yeah. about my experience in religion because. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to it and I don't I don't do it so that I can talk bad about Christians or anybody that believes in in religion I do it because I think it's helpful for me because it allows me to Express thoughts and maybe things that have been built up sort of inside me and help explain Why I am no longer religious To somebody that is religious, so that maybe they there's a chance they'll understand where I'm coming from. So he but... just
1: randomly was like, "What's your religion?" Here, I'm, I'm here to fix your well... shower. What's your religion? <laughs> Not re- I was curious because I was wondering if maybe he was sparked to ask that because our bathroom is covered with crystals. Like there are crystals. Yeah. Our whole tub has like. Well, at I least think he kind of gathered
0: it. that a little. Yeah. Well, he was definitely like this is very. Oh, no, they don't here. just yeah. like
1: rocks. They. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. shit. We got like a bleach on our tub, <laughs> like in our bathtub. So. Yeah, I know. No, I, he he. it started out. He he. just was like very interested in like, you know, like the fact that we have our own business and stuff. And he was it was started oh. out being like about motivational stuff, like oh. just motivational. And and so he was telling me his whole story and just like where he came from. And then, you know, I was like, all right, this guy's cool. He seems like he wants to, you know, actually cares about what I'm saying. So I'll let him in on my life a little bit. So, yeah, I told him a little bit about that. But Yeah. It was really interesting to uh, to talk to him about that.
1: Yeah, I I thought that was so interesting. I just heard him coming out of the room, like no matter like what, what is, higher you power believe you believe in, in. It's so important to connect and because I, I want, I cool. always
0: want to convey to people like I just because I'm not religious doesn't mean I'm not spiritual and that I don't believe in something higher than myself. Right? Like, yeah. Even if that higher thing is myself, <laughs> well, it was really go. cool but, that
1: he was like so. Um, Open-minded to it and like non-judgmental, like whatever. Like he, the way he approached it was good. Yeah, good to have... wasn't judgmental, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Because that's the thing, and that's kind of a turnoff is when somebody starts like being like, "Well, know.
1: what you believe is wrong, and here's what I believe." Like it was more like, you know, we both have this like connection to something, and that's right. cool that we both share that. Right, and you know? and we both Tolerance. kind of
0: attributed our spiritual beliefs and spirituality to our success in life. you yeah. know, and like being right. able to be.
1: And Successful being able to have a conversation like that is so important, especially in today's world where it's so hostile and people immediately like pick sides. And no, it's like, I know. oh well If I'm a, if I'm religious and you're not, then we're not. We the can't same, be friends, or yeah. we can't talk about so these things. True. And it's
0: so ridiculous. It really. Yeah, that is. was really
1: cool. To that was the first thing I heard this morning as you talking to him. That was yeah, no, I, I really
0: enjoyed that, and and I agree with you. I should do a video or something talking about my experience because, again, I think like a lot of like a lot of you that you know. Listen to the reincarnation past lives podcast. You know, you kind of heard a little bit of my background, but there's so much more I could share on that. So that's a good idea. I'll definitely have to yeah, do that. Yeah,
1: maybe we will just—I don't know. we'll just
0: do a podcast where we just, or I just literally go through it. And you well, can maybe go we just need yours, to do like a different Q&A
1: type podcast where we can talk about some some of that kind of stuff. We want to be able to like connect with you guys more personally because we're—I feel like we're always just sharing other stories with you, and you don't get to get to know us that much. So we've been trying to like brainstorm. So if you guys have any ideas of podcasts you'd like to see that aren't like necessarily topics, but are more just like personal and
0: yeah, that's a great. No, that's absolutely very helpful. I mean, I I don't know shit. Like we started this podcast, we didn't even know I, we barely knew what a podcast was or what are yeah. the different formats you can do. So always open for suggestions on that front for mm-hmm. sure. But um, definitely. We wanted to um, actually, it's kind of funny. We're, we're recording this a week early because we're actually going to be out of town for when we normally record our podcast episodes. And what's funny <laughs> is uh, last week's just one up and
1: and we recorded it literally yesterday. Yeah. So today's Monday, the what? July 2nd. Yes, we recorded the other one in on July 1st. And so today we posted it and literally hours before we posted it, one of the stories that we talked about, one of the uh, intro topics uh, was there's breaking news about it.
0: Yeah, yeah about the which is great news about the kids and the soccer team in Thailand how they're like stuck in that fucking cave and Literally as it went up uh, Somebody sent me the article and said that they found them they found the Mm -hmm. team the the kids and everybody's alive And they're just trapped deep within this cave. So
1: they still haven't gotten them out.
0: No, they're still in there. So (laughs) By the time this episode goes up, I would imagine that probably yeah. they're gonna pull them out because they're gonna drain yeah. the water out of the cave. Because today's July
1: second, you guys aren't gonna see this till what the ninth. The
0: ninth, right? So <laughs> I guarantee you they're gonna be out by this time. But I just wanted to update. Yeah, let's hope on they're that.
1: all safe, all alive, all you know, all's well. Sending good thoughts. That's really great news. I honestly did not think. No, I didn't. They would I thought it
0: them. might end badly. Honestly, because
1: yeah. I just can't imagine being in that situation. In God, it's crazy. Fucking dark. But a
0: week with like no food or water or Ugh. two. Like
1: imagine how like I was thinking about as the coach or whoever the adult is there dealing with all those kids that are like, and they're probably like young, complaining, like 12, crying, they're 13. in pain. They've never been hungry. And like, what do you even do? What do you tell them? Like, I'm sorry. I did not think this through.
0: <laughs> you got to <laughs> so, dig deep. I'm
1: so glad to hear that they found those those kids because. That would have been really tragic.
0: Yeah, it would have God, yeah, very good news there but Another thing we wanted to talk about was uh, this we thought this was very interesting because as you guys know Kendall and I are pretty fascinated with the John F Kennedy Assassination and the conspiracy around it um, but with the Kennedy's which honestly like we could do a whole we should do a podcast about the Kennedy's because they're they deserve their own podcast so there's a lot of these families including the Kennedy's which are one of uh, one of these bloodlines actually that we should we should we could expand on a lot more but basically robert f kennedy jr is seeking a new investigation into uh his father's assassination so robert f kennedy who if um he was on june 5th 1968 Robert F. Kennedy was actually uh, mortally wounded at, shortly after midnight at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Which Angeles. Which we haven't
1: talked about that. No, we haven't talked about that. I don't want anyone to get confused. This is not about JFK. This no. is RFK. Robert F. Kennedy. Who was also assassinated, and his assassination is also very weird. Um, it's interesting. I've been like, there's a new Netflix series on RFK. I really want to watch it, but my dad's been like super into it. And it, I think it's almost kind of sparked some conspiracy ideas in his head because he had no idea Whoa. that he was shot from behind.
0: It's yeah, and, and that's exactly what, what's that going on here. Yeah, so so basically for those that don't know what happened um, At the time it was June again 1968 the 42 year old junior senator from New York was declared the winner in the South Dakota and California presidential primaries in the 1968 election and He was actually sh- uh, he was actually shot and pronounced dead at 1 a.m. On June 6 and about 26 after or 26 hours after he had been shot um, basically Robert F. Kennedy is is convinced that um, There's should be a new investigation into his murder because he claims that there were too many bullets that were fired Yeah, because the person that they said shot him Had an eight-shot gun and there was 13 shots that were fired Yeah, plus like you just said he was shot from behind according to the autopsy report Yeah, and a
1: lot of people are finding that out now because it was reported incorrectly for a really long time this is just a random side note i thought this was so interesting back when this happened my grandparents they lived in uh, connecticut back then and they were literally listening to his acceptance all his stuff on the radio this event that he was at right and on the radio so different and he was listening on the east coast this was in california right um
0: uh yes yeah. los yes.
1: angeles so It was happening earlier in the night, but it was like the middle of the night for my grandpa. And he just happened to be awake and listening to this by himself. And it was so weird. The doctor who ended up treating him, he was just like some dude in the crowd. They're like, are there any doctors? And he ran up there. And it was my parents. I mean, my mom and uh, my two uncles doctor growing up that happened to be there and ended up treating Robert F. Kennedy.
0: Gotcha. Isn't so, the that interesting, yeah, no, that's super interesting. Josh is like, mm, whatever. No, 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 that's super interesting.
1: <laughs> I think sidetracking with some stories is fun. No, I'm, inter- I'm I thought that was so weird when he told me that. I was like, what,
0: yeah, that wh- what are the chances, right?
1: Yeah, he like knew the doctor
0: because he was shot in, in basically from the front, is what's interesting by uh, Sirhan, who's 74 now and in jail serving a life term, who admitted shooting Kennedy. But at the time he also said he had no recollection of doing so. So this could be another sketchy case where you know yep. individual is you know Blamed. working with others and and uh, they're pinning this on him kind of thing so It's interesting. There's it's even a lot more interesting of that- people
1: that would want those Kennedy brothers dead and Robert was turning out to be he didn't go away at all after like it's not like he was scared by what happened in JFK He kept going he kept and he got more intense about the things he believed And he had a lot of people who would really want him dead a lot of people in politics and which is in really interesting world.
0: That yeah, because the Kennedys have always just been, you know, they've been kind of the the whistleblowers per se Of yep. of, of politics in a way yep. like they've always been the ones that have kind of been like hey I'll just say is, the world would be bullshit. very
1: different if they didn't die
0: and, and if people, They were able to actually right. do
1: what They wanted to do
0: Yeah, so, and the fact that they all have died Like so many of them have died over the years. is just so crazy the Kennedy curse yeah. and and all that. It's just crazy, huh?
1: Yeah, it really is
0: Yeah, no, it's just it's really bizarre because one of the people that was actually there that evening that also got shot uh, Paul Schrade uh, Schrader said um, he believes that uh, Sirhan the guy that they pin the assassination on actually sh- only shot the four other victims, but that a second second gunman killed Kennedy. So I don't know. We'll see if there is another investigation into this. Probably not, but maybe we'll find out. You know, the truth one day. I think the truth will come out one day about you know all the Kennedy assassinations. At this point, yeah, because fuck, it really seems like there's some fuckery at play here.
1: Oh yeah, a lot of.
0: Fuckery. And speaking of fuckery. <laughs>
1: Let's get started with the Morgan family.
0: So When when I'm talking so let's I need to preface this a little bit just just because people forget That when we're talking about these families, we're looking at a lot of different things that they could be involved with We're looking at conspiracies that may or may not be true and we're also I mean a lot of this is actual factual history of these families and you know Obviously I do the best I can when researching for these podcasts you get the facts But some of the the dirt, you know, because the one thing that you get you always need to understand when talking about these Families, especially these extremely powerful families. They are very good at hiding things. They're very good at covering up uh, Things they've done wrong. They're very good at keeping their wealth a secret their power a secret Um, and The reaches of these families is is crazy. I mean they literally if they had tentacles they would wrap around the entire planet like they are very very um, They're just very involved and intertwined into basically everything that makes up civilization and society. So you have to remember that and Getting into this we talked we talked about some of the Illuminati connections and things like that with them and you know, obviously You know, you go look up Illuminati or whatever and, and people just be like that's that's fake not real. I don't know if it's fake or real or not But <laughs> well,
1: everyone has like such a dumb vert like people think it's like Beyonce's like the no, no, head no, of it. right?
0: Well, and, and that's the thing is like <laughs> it is real. I mean, it's hundred yeah, percent real. the
1: name Illuminati is, it's a, is it's real, a secret Society yeah, I don't think a lot of people know that they think it's like a new word. Yeah. or something or it's
0: just like, you know, just a Random cult or something but no, there's there are secret societies out there. The Freemasons are another big one and these secret societies cover up things and do weird rituals and things like that So we'll be we'll be talking a little bit about some of the Illuminati connections here and and when looking up information on their connection to the Illuminati I'm getting information from people that are literally, you know, they write books on it They research it the best they can they interpret other people's work the best they can So this is not coming from like fucking, you know, yeah A actual academic, scholarly, you know, peer-reviewed reference here. Okay, so remember that. Yeah, but
1: that's just the that's just the way to play the game when you're looking at conspiracy. But that's the thing,
0: and and they do this on purpose because it allows them to
1: to look at you like you're insane trying to piece it together. Yeah,
0: because if you go to the mainstream and say all this stuff, they just look at you like you're insane, like you're just a tin hat, crazy conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones type. But at the end of the day. The proof is there. The proof is there that they, at least at one point in the family's history, they were involved in these secret societies or the Illuminati. So, with that being said, let's talk about Mr. J.P. Morgan, the famous Morgan figure. So, John Pierpoint Morgan, he is Pierpont, right? Pierpont, sorry. Pierpont Morgan.
1: I know someone with that last name. I wonder if they're like connected. He's kind
0: connected. of an asshole. Yeah. I know. So, the Morgan, the Morgan. So, like we talked about with the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, the Morgans are heavily, heavily involved in the finance of this country, as well as the Federal Reserve yeah. and the banking system as a whole. Yeah. So,
1: the Morgans were like all about the money
0: money, 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 because money rules the world. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. So, J.P. Morgan, he was born April 17th, 1837, in Hartford, Connecticut. Both of his parents' families had arrived in the colonies before the American Revolution. His mother, Juliet, was the daughter of a reverend in Boston, Massachusetts. His father, Junius, was a successful merchant and banker. Morgan began his Wall Street career at age 20 as an unpaid clerk at Duncan Sherman & Company, an investment bank with close ties to his father's firm, Peabody & Company. In 1871, he partnered with Anthony Drexel. A banker from Philadelphia to found Drexel Morgan and Company, and over the next several decades, Drexel Morgan built one of the most powerful investment banks in the world.
1: I wonder if Drexel—that name has anything to do, with, like Drexel University. Like,
0: is there a Drexel University?
1: Unless, or, I thought Drexel, one of my ex-boyfriends went there, but maybe Yeah, I, there is. Shit, actually, you're right. I know. Remember, yeah, someone went there for lacrosse. You know who I'm talking about? Oh
0: yeah, no, I guarantee you. Founded by Anthony J. Drexel.
1: Huh. Financier and philanthropist. Probably connected to that family. Yeah. Anyway. Abs- yeah, no, it is. Oh, Anthony it literally Drexel. is Anthony Drexel, yes. Wow, weird. Yes. Yeah. Because he died one in
0: 1893. Oh yeah. Yeah. Drexel. <laughs> <laughs> so this bank that they owned after Drexel died, they renamed it to JP Morgan and Company. Sound familiar? So at this at this point in time in American history. It was 1893, and a panic inundated the U.S., which resulted from fear about the flow of the country's surplus gold to foreign nations. But John Pierpont Morgan seized the opportunity to, quote-unquote, save the economy and restore confidence in the dollar, which is kind of a savior for the country. It's the way he portrayed himself. Morgan had followed in his father's footsteps in the banking industry and formed J.P. Morgan & Company in 1895, which, In effect rescued the gold standard and in an agreement with then President Grover Cleveland Morgan led a syndicate of bankers, which incidentally included the Rothschilds To sell us bonds to buy back gold from foreign investors
1: Mm.
0: So again another connection the firm offered the bonds for sale at $112 and 25 cents and sold out the entire issue in New York within 22 minutes And with that gold and bond exchange, Morgan controlled the U.S.'s gold supply, allowing him the flexibility to then finance the creation of U.S. Steel, which is still around today, after an offer to buy out Andrew Carnegie, because it was Carnegie Steel prior, for a price in excess of the U.S. government's entire budget. Now this is interesting, I wanted to bring this up because I think you guys will find this interesting, which, if you've never heard of Zug Island and the mysterious Hum coming from this island You need to you need to look this up. I actually made a video about it, but Basically, there's an island a man-made island in between Canada and Michigan Where US which US Steel owns so JP Morgan owned essentially Where this bizarre hum happens and it is crazy It's caused all kinds of issues. It's extremely loud and annoying and there's been a lot of people that have theorized about What the fuck is causing the hum coming from Zug Island? And I just thought it was interesting to bring up because JP Morgan is somehow our JP Morgan owns US Steel. So it makes you wonder if there's maybe some sketchy business going on underground. Some people think there's some sort of secret black ops installation there or something along those lines. So
1: that's probably what it is.
0: Very interesting to know. But it's, you know, it's like. If It was just normal steel production, you know, why wouldn't they they basically won't say anything. It's heavily guarded You can't come close to it. It's so very if it was just sketchy. steel, It
1: wouldn't be like that.
0: You wouldn't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> So it's very odd and it's odd that there's a connection back to the Morgans that This is, is interesting. Yeah, and it gets even inter- more interesting here. All right, so JP Morgan also being the big financier and banker he is and having all this money he actually uh financed thomas edison and essentially took control of general electric company which thomas edison was working on the light bulb well what's funny is that edison couldn't fucking figure out because he was a dumbass and they actually hired nikola tesla to come help them because nikola tesla had already figured this out he already had the alternating current he already had Light bulb figured out. He had of all of it figured did. out.
1: He was so smart.
0: He was a genius, and maybe even even more than that. But an alien <laughs>
1: that came to us. Oh
0: yeah. But what's interesting is that J.P. Morgan actually uh, they were working under uh, the company Westinghouse, which had employed Nikola Tesla's electricity using alternating current with a patent infringement lawsuit, and from that, Morgan gained control of the emerging electric light industry. In which he then turned Westinghouse into General Electric and they basically stole Tesla's work and booted him out.
1: Everyone stole his shit. Like
0: Oh, he got robbed. He got robbed blind, so just hard. completely stripped of everything, got no credit for anything. No. And then died destitute and poor. Yeah, he
1: was more important than like he's anyone. he's
0: probably the single most influential figure in history. Yeah. Going really back is. hundreds of years. More like, than
1: Einstein. More than yeah.
0: Because like literally if he if he had been funded the way he should have been and actually been protected world. Our world would be far more advanced today.
1: Yeah, dude. He had some crazy We'd be a type 1 save. Ideas. We'd be space travel.
0: Mm-hmm. We'd all be flying around in anti-gravity craft free electricity It would be a different world, but JP Morgan saw the business opportunity here. He's like, hey I want to make mad money Selling <laughs> this fucking light bulb and selling this uh, this technology here so they fucking stole Nikola Tesla's work, and this basically his business practice was extremely unethical. He was very cutthroat, and he was all about creating monopolies and eliminating competition. That's the big thing with these mm-hmm. uh, these families, especially Rothschilds, Rockefellers, and Morgans, is that they're all about monopolizing things, taking control of Which everything. Which supposed to
1: be illegal. Mm-hmm. I think I I was telling um, someone in my family about like just how how the Rockefellers still control like pretty much all oil, even though they split it up, they still own all the little splits that they made. And this family member I was telling was just like looking at me like what? Like, yeah that's the truth.
0: Well, a lot of people's excuses like, well, if you go look at who's on their board of directors and who's the CEO they're (laughs) not not Rockefellers. They're still related. It's
1: their fucking thing.
0: Dude. Come on. Don't.
1: God, people will come up with anything because this shit scares them.
0: Yeah, it does. Scare, so they will literally
1: like Whatever man, Believe yeah. what you want be a sheep Be oh, a sheeple. Say. It's a sheeple. A okay? sheeple.
0: <laughs> it's a sheeple.
1: Yeah, I know people always say like <laughs> dumb sheeples out there
0: <laughs> Seriously though, so Morgan from day one just had this very like cutthroat, you know, he he was he's been known as like a robber baron for his business tactics and just Unhibited greed. He's just compute completely fueled by this immense wealth that he's undertaking and also possibly being controlled by a larger entity or Possibly, you know the rock or the uh, I'm sorry the Rothschilds Which I'll talk about more in a bit But JP Morgan's attempts to profit while exerting influence didn't stop there. In an investigation afterward, it was revealed America had entered World War One, not for political and policy concerns, but for the profits of the banking and munitions industries, which is like bullets, ammunition, that kind of thing. Yeah. Senator Gerald P. Nye, who headed the Nye Committee, vowed at the outset, when the Senate investigation is over, we shall see that war in preparation for war is not a matter of national honor and national defense, but a matter of profit for the few. That's a quote from him. So that and that's what's so interesting is that some of these politicians some of the good politicians have come along Have kind of started figuring out the the hidden agenda here, you know Like are we really going to war to like protect freedom? That's always the thing is like freedom and liberty We got to protect freedom freedom, you know, but it's like who's coming to take our fucking freedom like What are we actually doing? You know, I'm not saying that all wars haven't been over freedom but what people need to understand is part of it, too, but a lot of it has had to do with profit.
1: Oh, yeah. All of it. I'd say all, all of it. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it goes back to like, yeah, Battle of Waterloo. Even that. Remember we talked about in the first one of these episodes. For profit, man. Exactly.
0: And as it turned out, US banks including JP Morgan's lent over 100 times as much money to allied country- countries than it had to adversaries in order to protect these loans. The financiers urged the Wilson administration to come to the aid of their allies by joining the war So basically encouraging war and and that's what they do and that's what all of these families do is they they all are Masters of the military-industrial complex. They're very heavily involved with it. They fund it. They provide uh, the the supplies for it and They've been dubbed the merchants of death And arms manufacturers were again rumored to ally with the Morgans in the buildup to the Second War, actually. And recent rumors have suggested a far far more comfortable relationship than the public would prefer between what is now J.P. Morgan Chase and the Federal Reserve. Morgan had close ties to then-Senator Nelson Aldrich, who chaired the National Monetary Commission, which was formed to study reforms to the financial system after the Panic of 1907. He helped set up meetings for Aldrich and other Commission members with bankers in Europe and JP Morgan is likely the person who arranged for Aldrich to use the Jekyll Island Club in Georgia to host a secret meeting in 1910 So this is fact guys. This is like they JP Morgan's like all right, here's what we do. We need this Yeah, Uh, we need to get this uh, Make sure this doesn't happen So many politicians and members of the public were suspicious of Morgan's influence over the financial system and in 1912 he was called before uh, the the Puho Committee, a congressional committee investigating the despotic and perilous power of a small group of financiers. Morgan's Northern Securities Corporation was also the first target of Theodore Roosevelt's trust-busting in 1902. And despite the U.S. abandoning the gold standard, the New York Fed still houses the country's precious metals in a fifth sub-basement across the street from J.P. Morgan's own fifth sub-basement-situated gold vault, which is very interesting which a lot of people don't know this but um, That House of Morgan actually maintains to this day the world's largest private gold vault Which a lot of people actually think has a tunnel to the Federal Reserve Can you believe that
1: that is so weird but not super surprising though
0: that they literally or the New York Sorry, the New York Federal Reserve Bank. So they so they have like an underground tunnel between his private gold vault and and the new york federal reserve Bank.
1: dude, I would love to just like wouldn't it be cool if we could have a map of all Secret underground tunnels. They are fucking everywhere, dude <laughs> It's probably one right underneath us for all we know the morgans are walking straight under our house <laughs> They're headed to there dia. Are, well,
0: that's the thing there are there are maps of like yeah, especially military underground and no for sure Allegedly, yeah. I guess yeah, yeah we live like
1: decently close to the uh, denver international airport, which is like, you know conspiracy land and I'm sure there's like underground t- tunnels 100%. at least close to us, if not right underneath that fucking house.
0: Well, when you look when you look at some of these like alleged maps of underground systems, dude, all the all the bases are connected like underground. Yeah, They've course. got like I tramways. Mean, that would shit. make
1: sense, right? Why would you have just underground to nowhere? You know, obviously you'd want to connect the main places. Well, it's
0: like if you're if you're in the military and you want to keep things top secret, you want to keep things like under wraps, like. It's very hard to like move shit around or like, you know, move people in and out of a base through the front gate. You know, (laughs) like people will see that because like the bases are often located right around civilians. Right. So it's like, how do you get people in other through other than through the air into the base without the public knowing? Right. So then it makes you wonder if there's all these like secret entrances to the underground tunnels and tram system that supposedly exists and stuff. Right. Crazy. It is craziness So considering the sheer number of military conflicts Americans would rather their government not have been a part of over the last century The or the over the last century old allegations of Morgan family war profiteering becoming quite so important Because a lot of people don't want to think about this stuff a lot of people don't want to think about the fact that people are doing this and that these families have this ability to Gain this immense amount of wealth and power and influence and have this much influence over You know the structure of our government the structure of the banking system and all that sort of thing So when talking about JP Morgan uh, Just on a more personal note, apparently he was an avid collector of gems art and books And he was a major benefactor of several museums He actually died while traveling in rome on march 31st 1913 and was survived by his second wife, Francis, and his four children. And his son, Jack Morgan, or J.P. Morgan Jr., took over J.P. Morgan and Company and continued the firm's dominance into the 20th century. So again, important to note that J.P. Morgan Company, since day one, has had a very important partnership with the Rothschild Empire. And the Morgan family also has great ties to um, the uh, British Rothschilds and therefore uh, essentially became covert agents for them, and that was something that I, I was talking about earlier. Is that the Rothschilds are sort of the mastermind? They're kind of the top of of the line of these families. Like they're definitely the, you know, sort of the mouth or the head of the beast. Yeah, is the way I like to put it. And a lot of people think that the Rothschilds, because they're British and they're from uh, Britain. That they have essentially chosen the Rockefellers and the Morgans as sort of their, you know, arms per se here to to maintain influence over this country, and that's what's so crazy about it. And they so do weird. that anonymously through J.P. Morgan's company, as well as Cunin uh, uh, Loeb, and as well as the Goldman Sachs company. So I'm sure you guys have heard of those before. But even today, the Morgan legacy has tentacles holding enormous sway in both business and political theaters. Morgan employees hold large memberships in the diverse collection of secret societies of today. As Morgan leadership swayed, they were replaced by the Rockefeller family as a dominant financial and political force. That's interesting to note. So the Morgans, the way that I interpret that is that the Morgans were more powerful In the late 1800s early 1900s and then sort of the Rockefeller family took over as sort of the instrument for the Rothschild family to continue on this uh, power power and control over Our country essentially or the u.s. It's wild So one of one of the big one of the big conspiracies that we talked about in our titanic podcast actually is the the conspiracy where essentially JP Morgan the company that he owned Essentially and owned the Titanic s- sunk it on purpose to kill those that were opposed to the creation of the Federal Reserve and that this is a this is a conspiracy and some uh, believe that this is not true whatsoever, but it's a very interesting to note because Morgan was very involved with the creation of the Federal Reserve obviously and He owned International Mercantile Marine, which also owned the White Star Line which essentially owned the Titanic. So like we talked about in the uh, Titanic podcast essentially Some believe that he switched,
1: you know, he switched the boats, right? I mean, there's a lot of evidence for it
0: Right, but as far as like as far as like the the motive being he wanted to kill Benjamin Guggenheim Issa Strauss and Jacob Astor that There's nothing to confirm that like there's there's a lot of like sketchy things, but there's not like official concrete evidence to Well,
1: I feel like if he did do it and if it's true the whole conspiracy then like it was probably not just for one reason it was probably multiple reasons like when you look at Any conspiracy JFK 9-11 any of those things. It's normally like multiple Motives not just one specific especially
0: for this. This is such a huge event in in history and like so many like Thousands of people died like this is yeah. like This was like the 9-11 of that day if this was some sort oh, totally. of totally, you know Like false attack yeah. or something.
1: It was just so weird
0: so a lot of people a lot of people think that he switched the ships he shipped or he switched the Titanic with the Olympic which had been previously damaged really bad and that was you know the ship that actually went down instead of the Titanic and and Did it for insurance uh, insurance scams and all that sort of thing. So that's that's something that's kind of one of the biggest conspiracies the Morgans are involved with is uh, the the Nikola Tesla uh, Financing and then stealing his work essentially to then Create General Electric which became the largest electric company and then the Titanic the sinking of the Titanic so those are the two big ones for the Morgans so as you can see extremely intertwined into the banking system and the early financial system
1: just blows my mind how much these it all connects every single time all these families are just so interwoven
0: yeah yeah
1: it's so weird. It's like very even weird. more than I thought it was before we started this.
0: And that's the thing about it, and that's the thing you can't deny. That's that's the thing that a lot of people don't even understand is that they all have this they relationship. They all have they all know each other. They've all been intertwined. They all Most attend the same things. Yeah. They all own, have owned, been business partners, have been. They've all been, you know, associating with one another for hundreds of years potentially and are a part of these secret societies together. So now let's get into the duponts. All right, and the dupont family was one. I literally Did not know much about whatsoever uh, before I researched it and What's really what's gonna probably blow your blow your mind is that the duponts are actually uh, very very uh, What's the word? Uh, evil (laughs) if 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 these claims and if all, you know all of these different things that they've been involved with are true, which a lot of it is is a hundred percent true all right so the DuPont family a Lot of uh, when you look up DuPont, there's a lot of different spellings for it um, There's people spell it all sorts of different ways and maybe that's to throw people off and to sort of create confusion um, but it's spelled D U P O N T And in English, the second syllable is accident because it's French. They're a French, French fella, French family,
1: (laughs) French fella. (laughs) That just came to my mind. We are the Millers. (laughs) LeBron. LeBron. Little French fella. Oh, little French fella. Dude, that is my favorite movie. I have to say, I love that one. We are the Millers. It's so funny. (laughs) I love that it takes place in Denver too. It's just so good. Yeah. Anyway, little. Side. yeah, if
0: you haven't seen that definitely watch that. That's so funny All right, so let's let's talk about um, The Illuminati for a sec. All right open those minds up put those uh, Tin hats on for a sec. All right so there's an author by the name John Dale who wrote a book called the Prince and the Paranormal which goes into secret occult activities of the British royal family actually especially Prince Charles which I need to look into that more because I'm sure there's some more stuff there, but also, many other royal family members, too. And besides the secret occult activities of the British monarch, they have been openly leaders of Freemasonry. And the DuPonts are similar to these families in that they too are a dynasty. <coughs> and they too have a very public image and they have a totally hidden life, which is true. I like literally, I had to dig so hard for this because they, yeah, they dude, scatter you stuff. You were in
1: there digging, digging. I mean,
0: I was digging a trench. To find this and I mean you got to dig through so much shit Bullshit the gold. I mean it's no seriously a lot like it's like when you look into the stuff You have to you know you you go to your normal sources where you find stuff But then like they don't even have that much you're like there's got to be more to these guys And then you have to go to like six seven eight nine ten pages down to You know Mm -hmm. the search engine results and really start digging into and finding a lot of a lot of these smaller because that's the thing about it is like, a, obviously, Google keeps all the shit off of the, yeah. the first couple pages where people are going to find yeah. it when googling it.
1: But it's interesting how it's like with these five families; it's specifically that hard to find things.
0: Right? No, that's the thing. Like, is like it's, it's absolutely real, it's way itself.
1: easy to find information on the theory that Post Malone and Justin Bieber are the same person because it's fucking not true. But they put the stuff that's true towards the back. There's a reason it's so hidden. It almost makes it more believable the fact that. Extents they go to hide it, you know
0: Yeah, and what's interesting to me is there's not like you would think that with a lot of these claims especially like the Illuminati New World Order stuff like you would think that there would be like stamped on like first ser- page of the search results like They are not associated. Here's why blah blah, blah just debunking everything yeah. and like completely like yeah. Making sure that if people are searching for it and are looking into it more, that they yes. are instantly like turned away, be like, "Oh, it's bullshit." With nine gonna... eleven
1: too, like, there's there's the first page, you know, the first page is going to show you debunking articles, but they can't debunk every single thing. Like, yes, of course, with every theory, there's going to be things that are debunked clearly, um, but they can't debunk all of it. But people will just be like, "Oh, it's debunked," it says right here. Moving on.
0: Well, that's the thing, and and with this it's not like that at all like you Mm -mm. like you really have to dig pretty far to find the actual like people that are doing the the difficult job of like hunting down these these families histories because they are very very secretive about uh what they put out there how they're portrayed and you know what information is accessible easily accessible to the public about them and the duponts are absolutely no different In fact, some people said the DuPonts have better control over the press's coverage of them than the British royal family does and I I actually believe that because I Mean, how many people have ever even heard of DuPont like or before this podcast? Like have you ever heard of DuPont or seen it anywhere? No, and once you find out what these guys do You're gonna be like, holy shit. How have we never heard of these guys? so One of the clues that that this family is a top satanic family, which when talking about the Illuminati you know the Illuminati is centered around a uh, satanic cult, essentially, and satanic rituals and essentially Satanism. That's what people believe. And one of the one of the clues is that the frequency of marriages between relatives of the Dupont descendants, and that was something we covered in like Rothschilds and stuff. Is like a lot of these uh, families, the family members marry other family members, which is really weird and bizarre. But it makes sense because they're trying. It's all about the bloodlines. Like that's the whole thing. Is there's their bloodlines are they believe that their bloodlines are you know higher or you know more important than everybody else's they believe it carries this occult power that they possess essentially and unless the person has the correct blood he or she will not rise to the highest levels of satanism it's essentially what they believe yeah (laughs) yeah no i know wild (laughs) and that's one thing is like it's We've,
1: interesting how much blood comes into all this stuff always too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it goes back hundreds
0: mm-hmm. of years too And this is like history. This is not yeah, it's not made up shit. This is real shit here Which just makes it even crazier But the DuPonts have intermarried with the balls and the gardeners which are other uh, bloodlines involved the Illuminati and So if we start looking at let's talk a little bit about their family history because I think it's important to understand sort of how the family developed so the um, sort of first founding member of the family was uh, Eluther Irony DuPont who founded the DuPont family empire in 1802 and The DuPont family rooted itself in US <coughs> affairs using back-channel connections with Napoleon Napoleon the, the great essentially to negotiate the Louisiana Purchase in 1803 and After being held as a prisoner of war during the French Revolution uh, Eleuther Irony DuPont fled to the United States where he founded the Empire responsible for inventions such as nylon, Teflon, Kevlar and beginning uh his empire with a gunpowder mill in Delaware. After becoming the <laughs> you alright over there?
1: I'm just I'm coughing. I have like something in my throat and I don't know what to do on the podcast every time I have to cough and like cuz I don't want to do it into the mic. So I'm like, do I fucking leave for a second? Do I go, go stand over in there in the corner, corner and cough? <laughs> yes,
0: go in the corner. I kind of
1: need to. I have like a I have a cough in my chest.
0: You have a cough in your chest? <laughs> yeah. All right, Kendall's got a cough in her chest everybody. So if you hear a cough, (coughs) wow, that was so loud. Still, (laughs) Jesus,
1: (laughs) dying over there. Keep
0: going. All right, all right, sorry. (coughs) So after the DuPonts became the largest supplier of gunpowder to the U.S. military (coughs) in the early 1800s, they began manufacturing dynamite, growing to such incredible proportions through collusion with its competition in the powder trust to fix prices. Uh, it's a monopoly—a monopoly on the industry, which was broken up under the Sherman Sorry. Antitrust Act. So again, <laughs> creating you're, right, you're
1: back. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. So I again, c- cough in their ears.
0: <laughs> it's okay. <gasps> Take a deep breath. <clears throat> so again, they're starting their empire around war supplies for war, which in this case is gunpowder and dynamite, and as well as immediately creating a monopoly on it. And some claim that the French government actually gave uh, Luther DuPont top-secret machinery and plans to produce the best gunpowder possible in that day. And apparently it was a state-of-the-art technology and they supplied the manpower to help get it started. The DuPonts had friends in various places that helped them in numerous ways, getting financing, business, and land. Hmm, I wonder who helped them. <laughs> Luther... Irony Dupont was intelligent, worked very hard, and worked with patience. If he hadn't had so many commendable qualities, then the, then the Dupont family may have sunk back in history, and another family taken their place. So it's very interesting, though, because these families are still like the people that start these empires are all very intelligent and seems very hardworking. You know, it's, you don't hear like some lazy piece of shit who like. <laughs> became one of these elite families like
1: yeah well no shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't hear that you know they're all they're all extremely intelligent extremely advanced and you know are elite
1: and maybe not the the people who are here today but like the original creators of the family right i'm just saying it's not like george bush is considered like massively (laughs) intelligent or anything not that he's dumb but like there's exactly. an old saying in Texas. <laughs> no in Tennessee. No one's in Tennessee. God.
0: Bushism's so funny. So the the DuPont Shame on. <laughs> shame on. <laughs> can't stop.
1: God. Shame right. on you. Uh,
0: sh- shame shame on.
1: Fool me. can't get fooled again. We can't get fooled again. Go fooled again. <laughs> all right, all right, we're done. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, Bushy
0: boy. Oh, bushy
1: boy. Bushy boy. Bushy boy, you're a war criminal. Ah, uh, he got Sorry, He, he
0: got screwed though. Um
1: <laughs> He screwed more people than he screwed, screwed himself him. though, yeah. Yeah, and screwed a lot of others.
0: So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His family did for sure. Yeah, so, I guess um yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Won't even get into all that.
0: No, go watch that episode. Um so the DuPont gunpowder factories at the time dominated the industry and within an, only a short amount of time after getting started in 1802 they had the best quality gunpowder in the world In Every war in the United States or that the United States fought since 1802 starting with the war against Tripoli and their Barbary pirates until um, the incursion into Somalia uh, this past couple of years the American military is dependent upon DuPont gunpowder so they've again been s- Supplying war. I mean, they're a part of this military industrial complex. I was talking about and that's also what's so interesting is that the Bushes um, especially are, are heavily tied to the uh, Military industrial complex they all benefit from it. So that's so it's very interesting to to note about that But Henry DuPont from 1812 to 1889 took over command of the gunpowder manufacturing when he was 38 he was very authoritarian and was known as boss Henry his narrow-minded backward and authoritarian thinking ran the DuPont company into the ground in spite of their control of the gunpowder market and When he died Alfred DuPont Pierre Samuel DuPont II, and Thomas Coleman DuPont took over the various DuPont manufacturing affairs They bought out the rest of the gunpowder manufacturers giving them an absolute monopoly in the munitions industry again, just like the Morgans monopolizing their industry they were able to modernize the DuPont factories and put the DuPont businesses back into top shape. And on August twenty second, eighteen fifty seven, the DuPonts lost their first family member to an explosion. Alexis DuPont. The DuPonts had always been in the forefront on safety at their gunpowder factories, but they did, that did not prevent them from having to suffer repeated explosions over the years. An explosion at a gunpowder factory is easily set off and very deadly, and this happened a lot. And the tutor that was hired in 1852 to tutor the Dupont children, R. Page Williamson, described in his letters to Virginia that the Dupont children were very spoiled and difficult to work with. You think? Yeah. (laughs) God. And in 1872, Henry Dupont brought together Laughlin and Ran in the Hazard Powder Company in order to form a gunpowder trade association. What the association did was to eliminate competition between the three largest manufacturers of gunpowder and create a monopoly for the. DuPont cartel eventually DuPont bought out the other two plus numerous other small gunpowder companies and this trend Started way back and continues today with the DuPont businesses So Anybody that believes that the DuPont's and the rest of these elite families are capitalists should definitely take a look at history a bit more Uh, And that's the argument because clearly they do not believe in capitalism. They believe in monopolies
1: Come on, I. you know what I feel like there are so many people out there that literally just don't want to believe this stuff and it makes me frustrated because if Anyone who has listened to all five of our podcasts, or I guess four of our podcasts on these families and you walk away with fucking nothing you're not paying attention like Clearly something is going on. Maybe it's not exactly what everyone thinks
0: cuz it's an illusion It's
1: literally a fucking yes.
0: illusion they've created and we've been programmed to believe the illusion Right. And the illusion that this is a capitalist society, everybody uh-huh. can free. You can do your own thing and start your own thing, which is true to some extent. It's true to some extent. Yes. but if you're talking about the main industries that run the world, energy, food, uh, yeah. you know all those different things, you look at who runs those industries, mm-hmm. and it's the same fucking people across in the school, board. like in basic names.
1: history class in high school, you learn that the monopolies were shut down, right. Well that's the thing, is like that's what the government wants to
0: portray is they pass all these acts, these legislature, all this blah, 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 blah. Yeah. To prevent this shit from happening. But these elites are smart and they fucking create they run these politicians. They
1: probably created the rules. They did. They're probably like, oh, here's
0: what we'll do. We'll fucking make this law to make everybody feel better that we're not fucking monopolizing. But then what we'll do is we'll just we'll just split it up, call it different names, but at the end of the day. When it comes back to the fucking, you know, who's sitting at the table, it's still going to be us.
1: Yeah. So, like, to anyone out there who still doubts this shit after listening to all of these families, like, come at us. I want to hear your comment for why you think these people are just completely normal, rich families. (laughs) Like, come on. This is dumb at this point. If you can't can't see this stuff, you're just closing your ears and saying la, 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 la. Because clearly, I mean, this is so... Obvious, so obvious, and it's almost like a slap in the face to us as humans that we're being fed such bullshit and that the majority of us fucking fall for it. Yeah. Sorry, just a little moment no, of anger. Because it's no. frustrating. And I, I hate when people come to me and like, Oh, you're just crazy. Yeah, I'm just fucking crazy, even though this is all like facts, dude. Fact check me if you don't believe it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like crime. It's like, you know innocent until proven guilty, but in this right. in this case it's like This is the best the best we know and prove me otherwise if it's not true Like right. show me where how it's not true
1: and all five of them. It just happens to be a, a, Well, that's uh, the thing and the fact is, is you on. can't
0: like un you can't like completely undebunk it because the secrecy the amount of secrecy and like some I, I can't stand people that are like you can't keep things secret in this day and age. Like, people that <laughs> no, say, I'm like, dumb. there's no secrecy. Oh Nobody my can God, keep secrets. Dude. You are they're...
1: literally living in a baby world if you think there are no fucking secrets. Open your eyes, dude. Yes, there are.
0: Clearly, there are.
1: <laughs> I know. There. It's I get comments obvious. like that all the time. Like, they would never be able to pull this off because it would be the biggest secret ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. But yet they've been able to do it. And we have because literally found out about things. They own our, they own our
1: communication.
0: There's literally proof that the government can hide things, cover it up, and we find out about it when they want us to find out about it. This has been proven in history. If you are a
1: person that seriously wants to believe that the government has never lied, never covered anything up, and never faked anything, dude, I'm sorry. You are really, really, really like living in a, I don't even know, a cupcake world because that's just not true.
0: (laughs) You're living in Candyland, motherfucker. Yeah, for (laughs) real.
1: Like, come on, dude. It's well, just that's so that that's annoying.
0: why that's when we say stay woke. We're talking about staying woke to just what's waking r- up what's really yeah. when going we say on stay
1: woke. I mean, some people are like, that's so lame. What else are you supposed to say?
0: <laughs> stay <laughs> woke. <well. laughs> I love that. That should be our song. Yeah, that should be. Seriously, why isn't that, why our, isn't that intro? our intro song? <laughs> that, well, uh, the reason Childish we have Gambion. silence
1: is because we, we've been silent for too long if you didn't catch on. but
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Maybe that should be our new outro song. It's like, stay woke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, that's actually
0: a good idea, I think. I like Okay, that. we'll we'll All right, we'll, we'll that cue that today. up today. <laughs> All right. So, and that, that's the, exactly the point that we're trying to make, though, is that the Duponts are, are shrouded in so much secrecy that literally their secrecy is not even known. Like, this is only what like people that have like devoted a large amount of times have been able to drum up about these people by digging through all sorts of different things because they 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 keep they hide their trails so well.
1: Yeah, well, they have so much control; it's not hard for them to do that. No,
0: no, that's the thing. So,
1: especially when you're working with like these other families that have control in different areas, like they can all work for each other, cover each other up, mm-hmm. and hide shit together, makes it a lot easier.
0: Right. Exactly. And that's the thing about the Duponts is like they they have over time, and they have kept the industry and the business in the family and continue to pass it along and. And during this time uh, in the 1900s, they had they had gunpowder plants in Pennsylvania, Delaware, Iowa, and Tennessee, and the DuPonts are very much the same today, except that their assets are ten times better hidden than they were before, and not only from outsiders but from themselves. So they they keep they are very, and that's the thing. That's the thing. The way that I've been explained secrecy works is you compartmentalize everything you compartmentalize you It's on a need-to-know basis You only tell people as much as they need to know Mm -hmm. and nothing more and and they can't ask questions They that's all they know and that's how these elite families do it, too They only tell the family members as much as they need to know But at the end of the day, they're all they're all working for the same the same thing, you know Yeah, they're all part of the bigger dynasty here and that's exactly how the DuPonts have operated for this long and Maintain this amazing ability to basically make themselves invisible. I mean, to yeah. their own family and to the world. <clears throat> and however similar to J.P. Morgan, the DuPonts' supposed breakup allowed the family to maintain dominance over the munitions industry. And during the First World War, it supplied nearly forty percent of all munitions to Allied forces. So they worked with J.P. Morgan, just like we just talked about with the Morgan family. And during World War One. The DuPont's made a mint the company had 9 million surplus in its Treasury and the result was that the DuPont absorbed General Motors That's another thing the DuPont's literally owned General Motors, which is basically fucking uh, Chevy uh, Is it Ford no Ford's not General Motors? Um, but yeah, like Chevy like, fuck I gotta look it up. I'm sorry. I can't General Motors. I know it's Chevy
1: I don't know anything about cars, so I can't help you there
0: Buick Cadillac GMC Chevrolet. Mm. So the DuPonts owned uh, the Always. General Motors Company at one point. Damn. And at this point in time, this is when the DuPonts also went into the chemical business, which is the biggest thing that they're known for. And at the time the American government had seized the German dye trust, and the DuPonts were actually given their patents. And and this is after World War II. The DuPonts began to build a great chemical empire on the synthetic such as shatterproof glass, paints, rayon, nylon, dyes, photographic film, rubber, chemicals, drugs, etc. Basically fucking everything that is useful they created. And only the Dow Chemical Company is in any competition with the DuPont chemical operation at this point in time. And what you all need to know is that literally every single American, pretty much every person probably, Sorry. uses a DuPont product and when i was researching this this is this is where learning about the dupont industries and what they produce is just completely astonishing because literally what because they have this they create these chemicals they literally like their chemicals are in products of essentially almost everything that we use they, uh, they create herbivores and fertilizers for farming, cosmetics and nylons for women, chemicals for all types of industrial production, textiles of all kinds, cleaning fluids such as when your clothes are dry, cleaned. And in the 20th century, the DuPonts developed many polymers such as Vespal, uh, neoprene, nylon, cori- hmm. corian, Teflon, Mylar, Captain, Kevlar, Zemdrain, M5, flat Damn, fiber. So,
1: pretty much fucking everything. Pretty
0: much fucking everything has one of their fucking polymers in it, especially. <sighs>
1: So we need them. That's the thing with these five families too is like we end up needing them. right? Well, like that's we the thing we're
0: dependent on, on all of these things because They create it they and all they're the of only...
1: us whether we want to admit it or not have supported them and helped them
0: Absolutely, because they monopolized it. That's what right. they did. They monopolize this industry They're mm-hmm. the only ones that can create it. They control yeah. it They can do what they want with it and we're forced to buy it like that's there's yep. no way around it I mean, we need this stuff for so many things
1: yep. if you're like involved in a bank if you buy anything, if you eat food, if you buy gasoline, you're supporting these families. And like, what are we supposed to do? Just stop? Like, we're not going to stop. Clearly. No, I mean, there's no. I mean, there's I mean, no, I mean kids, there's we're, no we're way we're supposed to go live in a teepee and like just not talk to anyone, well, not that's eat? Some
0: people's answer, but
1: yeah, I mean, some people can do that, and good for them. They're I mean, the that's great that if you can live that
0: through. that free lifestyle. All power to you. But it's like that's hard
1: for the average person to to make a stance against these people because. What the fuck? We need them for everything. Yep. Like my shirt probably has something from.
0: Well, do you have them. any like spandex? Have you ever owned <laughs> spandex?
1: Well, yeah, I wear leggings like every fucking day. That's the pants. thing.
0: Well, and they don't actually own it anymore. But in 2004, uh, the DuPont company sold its textile business, which included some of its best known brands such as Lycra or Spandex, Dacron polyester, Orlin acrylic, Antron nylon, and Thermolite. But they sold it to the motherfucking Coke brothers, the Coke industries. The
1: motherfucking Coke brothers. Who
0: are another fucking family that probably deserve their own podcast at some point because they are also control almost everything, it seems like too. But at at the end of the day, most of us are using DuPont products almost continuously throughout the day. It's just a fact. Yep. Whether it's General Motors, um, and, uh, or when we're talking about General Motors the explosives the gunpowder monopoly the chemical monopoly Which mm-hmm. which they literally have tens of thousands of products. You can actually go to their website the <laughs> DuPont website
1: It's so funny that like we literally learned that monopolies are done like it was shut down <laughs> Oh,
0: I know that's what they want you to do. <laughs>
1: everything is a monopoly And most of it traces back to one of these five fucking families.
0: Yeah, ex- and they're so all ridiculous. they're all benefiting off of each other because what do you know? The fucking DuPonts are in close cooperation with other elite families involved with oil. So what do you know? Bushy boy? Rockefellers?
1: Bushy boy.
0: Because so many of the DuPonts products are derivatives of petroleum products. So they all they all finance each other. They all benefit off of it. And because of this, their, their total worth is literally in the billions of dollars. Not to mention their enormous power they wield because of this. In fact, the very survival of the United States military is dependent upon military products of the DuPont's so when you're talking about Kevlar Teflon, these are these are heavy-duty materials that are used to make bulletproof vests things like that So they're like things that we need but they maintain the control over it And its ventures as military munitions supplier expanded from that point and the company played a key role in actually the Manhattan's projects development as well and Production of the first atomic bomb this is true was the U.S. readily used to decimate Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II? Uh, I believe they supplied the plutonium for that. If I'm not mistaken, they 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 supplied some of the uh, raw materials they needed in order to make the atomic bomb. Wow! Which is these God,
1: families are just so great, so great. Thank God, bringing so
0: much joy to the world. Joy to the! World. <laughs> I don't know why that came to my head. Um. DuPont. So the DuPont reportedly produced 4.5 billion pounds of mil- military explosives used over the course of World War II. That's fucking crazy. Now this is interesting. So the one in particular um, author that I got a lot of the research from actually found an article from the Aviation Week in Space Technology. Uh, it's a magazine where it talks about sophisticated, sophisticated composite materials that DuPont is producing for state of the art space and aviation vehicles. And this particular author believes that some of these composite materials are finding their way to secret UFO bases and DuPont may well be producing some of the parts for these secret anti-gravity machines that we believe the military has which is very interesting so, whoa, I mean Does it, it make so sense? Weird. I mean it makes sense because Like we've talked about like we've talked about in the past like it's it seems very likely that the government the military and these blackout programs have you know these ufo vehicles these flying saucer types anti-gravity craft that they've already created because they've you know reverse engineered alien technology whatever you want to whatever however you want to uh, put it but the duponts could very well be involved with that as well which is interesting because uh, the article that he mentioned states that the Boeing, Defense, and Space Group, Lockheed, Aeronautical Systems, General Dynamics, and, and DuPont, and Hercules Incorporated are working together on aeronautics projects. So definitely, at, le- at the very least, definitely uh, helping supply uh, materials for Boeing and Lockheed, which are obviously making planes and military vehicles and things like that. So it seems likely that they might be involved in the production of flying saucers, which is interesting. That's so or at crazy. least being a leading supplier for advanced U.S. military programs. So that's the thing, and the and that's what's so crazy about the Duponts, and what makes them sort of one of the top uh, bloodlines is because they are they are they are huge fucking family, and they have so many different companies and so so much reach into all these different industries. So the main the main one of the main things I wanted to talk about. And one of the main things that duponts are known for because their industry is primarily around textiles and all these different polymers and Nylon spandex all these different things is Has to do with their their direct support for the 1937 marijuana tax act and the prohibit Prohibition of hemp
1: aka the biggest bullshit the biggest bullshit
0: that ever happened that should have never happened
1: I know it's really sad It's really sad because a lot of people are very ignorant around this uh, topic as well in their understanding of marijuana because of shit like this
0: yeah, which literally and literally I want to do like a podcast episode on like the history of of like hemp and marijuana because it's yeah. very interesting and it's Very obvious what happened here, right? Because with the 1937 marijuana tax act what happened was is that? The, uh, the the Person there was a person that was very big in the uh, timber industry so wood trees cutting down fucking trees and then the DuPont's did not want to basically wanted to outlaw marijuana and hemp because they wanted people to use their, you know, technology of nylon and uh the timber person wanted to use wood pulp to manufacture paper in nineteen thirty seven. And so this was so if you don't know, hemp is like literally a miracle plant. It can yeah. be used for all sorts of things. You can eat it's it, build things, make things, plant. paper, everything. It's a, plant. it's a plant. It's a plant. I'm so
1: sick of people getting weird about it. It's a fucking plant. Like, it was clearly here to be used by us. It's like yes. aloe. Yes. They don't outlaw aloe. I'm surprised they don't. Honestly. It's Seriously, just, no. It's that, so it's, frustrating. You're totally right. I know. We were getting comments about, like, the whole pharmaceutical inter- industry and being against that and being, like, being like, well, someone was like, well, the pain meds that they they are able to give work way better than CBD does <laughs> Arguable the doctors have not been able to give me a single thing That's not obviously like addicting or could kill me doesn't that would actually help me is the here's only my, thing that actually here, has made a difference in my pain. No absolutely. Advil doesn't uh, Tylenol doesn't whatever it's just here, Here's my
0: here's my argument for that that person like, why, why are we what, against well, the
1: far? That's what they're asking basically. It's like, why why are, we, are we against it? Because we had, if it. we were sick, right? We, we cancer, would use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would probably use it. and yeah, because and that's they, all they we have. They made the available. argument that you know I I get my blood drawn and I am getting tests. <laughs> I've been seeing doctors for, I guess close to ten years of my life trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me, and no one's ever helped me. Like I've had probably close to fifteen doctors now. No one's ever helped me, and yes, I still go back, but. Nothing's ever helped and I, I'm still going back because I have hope that maybe it will But as of right now, the only thing that's actually helped me is CBD and that's just the answer
0: well, that's the thing and and like my argument for that person is is if we look at the amount of money time research minds that are put into these prescription drugs and all these you know all of these big pharma drugs that come out yeah. imagine what we could come up with if even a yes. fraction of that time, money and scientific minds and research was put into marijuana and the hemp plant and CBD and all of these different yes. natural natural kratom, they... all these different yes. plants that literally have these naturally occurring. Yeah chemicals in them that literally heal us because we Imagine. can still
1: like mass produ- produce drugs and it could still be part of big Pharma but they don't use they don't them as an ingredient it, right. and it's not addicting CBD is not going to get you addicted marijuana is not going to get you addicted I mean to the point where you're having withdrawals maybe you can be dependent on it of course like fucking anything Facebook social media anything but um
0: and I mean these the like CBD can be extracted naturally from hemp and yeah Already big pharma. I think I just saw an article is coming out with synthetic CBD like they're really yeah. trying to make well They're gonna have to because people are CBD. figuring it
1: out like my my um, my grandfather's very um, I guess traditional and he has been in Like insane pain for years now Back pain to the point my poor grandfather can't sit down like it's so bad uh, His tailbone's all fucked up. And so he has to either be standing or vert like sleeping so He finally after seeing <sighs> So many doctors and spending a lot of money to get answers has not been able to find a single answer. And just recently he started using CBD and it's already helping. It's the only thing that's helped so far. So at least with pain, like, so yeah, I just, which... I think it's a shame how many people are closed minded about hemp. It's just ridiculous and sad, it but is. it's not really their fault at the same time because we've been fed to believe that the doctors have all the answers that the pharmaceutical brands have all of the solutions and they just do not
0: No. And if you don't if you don't believe us and you want to try CBD for yourself, guess what we got a great deal for you Go to BileadMed.com use code mile higher for 20% yep. off of all sorts of CBD products
1: I've got lotions. the activate syrup in my drink right now I just add it to my drink and it helps me I just like take CBD throughout all day every day So just, many benefits you know. to it too, too It's many not going to gonna make either. your mind like obviously marijuana is going to make your mind more like You're going to be high or like stony. Yeah. yeah, You're like stony. (laughs) But CBD doesn't do that. Like I feel the exact same. I just am in less pain and I'm happier because I feel not, I don't feel like I'm dying right now, you know? Yeah. And that's thanks to CBD. So I'll defend CBD and hemp till the end, bitch.
0: Absolutely. And I have zero pain issues. I have zero issues at all with my body, but I still consume (laughs) CBD. Just just because it helps me take take the anxiety off a little bit the stress off a little bit helps me sleep better
1: And how many people struggle with anxiety like that's another yeah, thing is how absolutely. many people could use this and not resort to right. Serious drugs like I've said it before I have people in my life that were extremely close to me and huge Huge parts of my life and I've lost them because I've lost them to drugs
0: And probably, I'll never Opioids. yeah, I'll
1: never get them back because they live in places where they can't have access the to this right and they need something So it's hard They've been through shit there. It's a whole thing, but
0: that's the thing about it And that's why the fact that the hemp uh, the hemp plant was literally like illegal for so many years is like crazy And I think that's actually just changing I just saw another article that's like uh, I want to say it was the Senate or Congress or something they're actually going to re-legalize hemp, Yeah, because they're going to run amazing. out of,
1: like, what are you going to tell people? Now people are educated about it. There are places like bi where you can get this stuff. How long are you going to act like this is, like, some crazy they drug? They can't. It's not.
0: And we can demand... That we have this this is our right, but
1: it's another way for humans. them to control us because at the end of the day You can grow a marijuana plant in your own fucking right house and They don't want you and to they do don't that. want you to be able to right. do it and get it right. for free And that's what that's the thing about it I saw a meme that was like of jesus being like why are you guys charging each other for? Like uh, uh marijuana and hemp i made it a plant for a reason it's supposed to be free It's supposed it's to be weed, a guys. way that it anyone who every, needs it like, can get it
0: right and it's easy to grow It doesn't take a lot of work to grow it and it can be grown like in mass quantities so quick, so easily. So people
1: would not need the pharmaceutical right. industry as much, especially painkillers.
0: And people and families like the Duponts and others do not want that to happen. They do not want that to happen. Of course because, not, because
1: then we won't need them as much. And right. they clearly want us to be depending on them right. for fucking everything.
0: Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. So. <sighs>
1: exactly right.
0: All right. So <laughs> end of rant. <laughs> No, it's seriously it just it I mean we're we're such like I mean I try
1: to be patient with the really ignorant comments about it because I know that like people just haven't had any exposure to it or they yeah, live I mean, in a place where it's no. literally demonized Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they've just been told lies. Yep,
0: exactly. So So going on with the fuckery here.
1: Going on with the fuckery.
0: The DuPonts, of course, are involved heavily involved with the environment and agriculture wow in the sense that their company dupont pioneer makes and sells hybrid seed and genetically modified seed which goes on to essentially become genetically modified food which again all of us consume genetically modified food i think i mean some of us don't but a lot you know that doesn't necessarily mean they're like genetically so, modifying yeah. it for you know bad you know evil reasons or trying to kill us or whatever right. a lot of and times lot of it has people, to do with like, uh,
1: for financial reasons have to consume things like GMOs. Yeah, you know? it's, right. it's not Easy for everyone to eat as healthy as we should be because right. that's how the system's been like set up They've
0: set it up to make it like it's so expensive to get organic, you know, like the Organics
1: yeah. a total fucking lie too. We can go right. into that in another <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah So I mean some of it could a lot of it has to do with like resistance suits different types of insecticides herb, You know herbicide all these different things or, uh, you know helping it withstand drought conditions things like that That's you know cuz like at the end of the day I don't think we're gonna be able to stop genetically modifying food genetically modifying Medicine all these different things. I mean With that's where just we're currently
1: be, at probably not. That's
0: just gonna be a futuristic type thing I mean we talked about gene hacking and things like that like Altering genetic code. I mean fuck even people that grow marijuana like in dispensaries here in Colorado They genetically modify the right. marijuana seeds to make yeah. better fucking butt. like yeah. that's that's what they do mm-hmm. So it's it's not that this is an evil thing, but it's good to note that they are um, a company that does this. And they're actually the second largest producer of genetically modified corn and soy in the world. And what I found interesting, I had no idea, was that uh, the DuPonts, um, if you've never heard of this, there's there's something called the Svalbard Global Seed Vault, which is in like a remote region of Norway. And it's essentially a doomsday vault. Is literally what it's known as. It's cold stored. So it's like a giant fucking underground freezer where they contain just thousands of different seeds for basically every type of like plant and food that can be grown on the planet.
1: And this thing is like bomb proof, right? This like, is
0: built to uh, withstand, withstand a, like a nuclear war, basically the apocalypse. Asteroids. It'll be here after the apocalypse, basically. Because the idea oh, is so that. You know something apocalyptic happens or you know Catastrophe happens like clearly we have a way to like Regrow food and everything else which seems kind of Mm -hmm. smart, but the DuPont's uh, the DuPont's uh, corporation actively funds this doomsday vault and ensures that its product can be replanted uh, on the earth after a global disaster, which you know some people are like
1: Of course control they in the new world too, right? They of like had all of it. If they like have if people food, have nowhere yeah. else to go they have to come to them
0: good point Yeah, they have the control over the food the seeds and stuff. So yeah, yeah no, that makes absolute sense. Yeah, all right Let's talk about um, something called chlorofluorocarbons. So DuPont along with Frigidaire and General Motors uh, Were part of a collaborative effort to find a replacement for toxic refrigerants in the 1920s, which resulted in the invention of chlorofluorocarbons or CFCs which were created by Thomas uh, Midgley in 1928
1: I feel like I very vividly remember like yeah. learning a lot about those.
0: Yes, so chlorofluorocarbons are ozone depleting chemicals that were used primarily in aerosol sprays and refrigerants mm. and DuPont was the largest CFC producer in the world with a 25% market share in the 1980s totaling 600 million in sales so some people say that these guys are could be, you know, if, if you believe in chemtrails or, you know, that they're actively spraying aerosols on all of us You know, some people might theorize that the DuPont's may have something to do with that as well because they are this um, one of the largest uh, chlorofluorocarbon producers in the world Here's another uh, so yeah, we're dealing. they deal with a lot of chemicals. So this is called uh, perfluorooctonic acid And they've actually faced fines from the US Environmental Protection Agency and litigation over releases of the Teflon processing aid per acid also known as C8 from their works in Washington and West Virginia Uh, This PFOA uh, contaminated drinking water also which led to increased levels of the compound in the bodies of Residents who lived in the surrounding area. That's fucking scary as hell. That really is so they're not they're not they're not taking care of this the way they should be and they're leaking this fucking acid into uh, Residents drinking water.
1: Oh, that's so scary That kind of shit has happened so, oh, so yeah. much over oh Oh, yeah, years, this too. is this
0: is crazy a court-appointed C8 science panel investigated Whether or not there is a probable link between C8 exposure and disease in the community and they eventually concluded that there is a probable link between this acid and kidney cancer, testicular cancer, thyroid disease, high cholesterol, pre eclampsia, uh, and ulcerative right? colitis. Jeez. Water contamination in the Netherlands and links to cancer are also being investigated. In 2014, the International Agency for Research on Cancer designated uh, this acid as a possibly carcinogenic in humans. Really, you think? And Actually, one Ohio resident was awarded 1.6 million when a jury in 2015 found that her kidney Cancer was caused by this nasty acid in drinking water.
1: I'm sure a lot of cancer is caused by corruption a Lot of disease in general not all of it clearly But like a lot of people who have died have died because of actions other larger Names have done, you know,
0: yeah, especially yeah, you know, you're absolutely right so this C8 chemical this fucking acid that the DuPont's uh, use um, There's been other cases in fact in two, in December 2016 two million dollars was awarded when a jury found it caused uh, The plaintiffs testicular cancer and awarded punitive damages in the amount of ten point five million And this was the third case where a jury found DuPont company liable for injuries resulting from exposure To this chemical and drinking water sources. So they're literally leaking this chemical. They're not disposing of it safely and they're leaking it into fucking drinking water that potentially anybody that lives near a DuPont fucking plant, watch out, because there's over uh, 3,500 similar cases awaiting trial as of 2015. And DuPont has has known about this link between this acid, uh, this chemical and cancer since 1997 and still a problem. And of course, when asked about it, DuPont maintains it has always handled C8 reasonably and responsibly based on the information they and industry regular, regulators had available during its use. However, the jury concluded that DuPont did not act to prevent harm or inform the public despite the information available. Yeah, they definitely didn't do that. So here's some other things that they've done. Uh, in 2005, the company pleaded guilty to fixing prices of chemicals and products that used neoprene, a synthetic rubber resulting in an $84 million fine. So Again sketchy business practices not following rules and regulations that they should be Um, their environmental records even worse (sighs) In 2010 researchers at the political economy research Institute of the University of Massachusetts Amherst rated or ranked DuPont as the fourth largest corporate source of air pollution in the United States Why does that not surprise me? One of DuPont's facilities was listed number four on the Mother Jones top 20 polluters of 2010 Legally discharging over 5 million pounds of toxic chemicals into New Jersey and Delaware waterways Dude, this is I can't believe this is even real that they just know, do it's this. really
1: it's really scary because it's like why? Why are we letting this happen to us? Like so many people will never look into this will never know about this and it's like our world is changing so much because of families like this. It's just insane
0: so, any of you guys out there that live near or in Delaware or New Jersey, definitely uh, make sure you're checking where your water's coming from.
1: Start distilling it. That's what we we distill our water. Yeah, it's worth the investment. Or like you can get the like jugs. For yeah, like ninety nine cents.
0: <clears throat> but between two thousand seven and two thousand fourteen, there were thirty four accidents resulting in toxic releases at DuPont plants across the U.S. with no fewer than eight fatalities. Four employees died of suffocation in, in a Houston, Texas accident involving leakage of nearly 24,000 pounds of methyl mercaptan. Okay. As a result, the company became the largest of the 450 businesses placed into the Occupational Safety and Health Administration's severe violator program in July 2015. The program was established for companies uh, who have repeatedly failed to address safety infractions. So, the, basically, the Dupont-like we don't give a fuck. We're going to continue making these profits at the expense of people's lives and health. It is essentially what all they're these saying.
1: Families have never given a fuck about. They don't people. care. It's
0: all about the money. It's all about the power, the wealth, and the profit at the end. And of the this day.
1: is why the world is the way it is today.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, you're ex- exactly right. That's why, because these corporations get more and more power as the years just go by. Don't care. Like nothing the, happens. The
1: compassion them. between humans is like so minimal now. That, like we're letting this just happen and people will just continue to live in their perfect little bubble in their perfect little world La la la. None of this is true because it's easier But like we will eventually have to deal with this like yeah. maybe it's not in our our lifetime But in the future, Oh, it is
0: in our lifetime. This yeah. is not sustainable. It's not sustainable the way it's, it's really used. scary so, Yeah <laughs> And of course they were a part of the global climate coalition a group that lobbied against taking action on climate change. I mean fuck that doesn't surprise me in the least bit. Especially since they're one of the biggest polluters, so. So basically they're like fuck the planet, we don't care. We don't care about if people get sick, we don't care if we're polluting water and air. We just don't care.
1: Imagine if it was like someone else that was in charge of all these different industries, like someone else was the du- DuPont family and they were in charge of all these little things and they actually had the environment and people's safety seriously What if we had actual priority.
0: responsible people that cared and valued human the world life.
1: would be very very different
0: <sighs> We need to do Tesla
1: I know we, we just, need, just need to like fucking start over like the we whole need thing. a
0: clean slate here because the problem is is that the DuPont is Literally one of the largest family dynasties and the actual DuPont family total is estimated to have 3500 members that's a lot of Damn. family. It's a huge, yeah, it's so it's huge. not even
1: families anymore. I feel like we always like in my head when, I, when we're saying these families, like obviously, I know there's more, but in my head, I'm just thinking it's like these original, like, I don't no, know, it's, five become people so for so much bigger. it's so huge. Like, and that's how they're pulling this dynasty, so yeah. many fucking people in on this.
0: And they have so many businesses under their control, so many industries under their control. And the Forbes, uh, actually, or Forbes magazine actually said. Uh, the DuPont own the nation's oldest billion-dollar family fortune, which is true and their net worth is only Supposedly four, 14.5 billion, but I guarantee you it's, that's that's just like what's reported and right I mean there it's clearly like if you added all the members together It's probably far more than that. It's probably hundreds of billions. I would imagine But yeah, I mean essentially every facet of our lives is influenced by products whose production Is still ultimately under the control of the DuPont family. So that's that's just so crazy. I mean I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts on on the final final thing?
1: Just like overall, like summing all up. Of
0: them. Yeah, just summing up like the The five families like what are your final thoughts
1: my final thoughts are that if we don't fucking wake up and Realize what's happening to us and stop just sitting back and letting this shit happen to us That's the end of that's the end of us. That's my yeah, thoughts. and I mean that's
0: why you know like I don't know if you guys like I follow um an organization called We Are Change, yeah, and they actually like report on this and like try to report on, the- and that's the thing is like the mainstream doesn't report on this kind of stuff. They don't. They don't. Li- they literally ignore because all of this. Owned by right? Because they're owned them. by them. Right? Exactly. And any any type of actual independent news organization like one like. Even for like like one of the news organizations that we have been fans of for a while until recently for me at least is is Vice. Like Vice seemed like they were like pretty
1: you're not a fan of them now?
0: No, dude, because they they started out as like an independent news organization, but they got bought out by Fox.
1: Oh yeah. Twenty first century
0: Fox, Disney owns part of them. Like they like that's the thing is they got they got swayed by the money and they got bought out. And now well, it's like the only way own, you can like, grow
1: is to right, do that. That's
0: the thing. Yeah. But
1: like how like where are their intentions at the owners at the top, you know? Cuz they still like Vice just put out something about the Illuminati and like like rituals and stuff and they gave David Ike a special. I know, whole but special.
0: they the way if you watch it a lot of times the way they make it I so I read I read a very biased article from Vice about Damn. Um about aliens, it was very biased and very like basically, like anybody that believes in aliens or anybody that, like, you know, even Inter- remotely entertains, entertains, entertains the, thought, the idea yeah. or goes to like alien conferences or thinks the they had an experience. Did I say idea? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but like, basically, he went to like one of the alien conferences and was like talking to a bunch of people, and like, a lot of people, like, legit have these experiences with. What they believe are extraterrestrials or UFOs things like that and basically this guy from vice wrote this whole article how All these people are fucking crazy now their minds and this is just a bunch of nonsense essentially, which I think is so You know, I, I don't know. I already feel like the they're they're the people that they're hiring on as reporters and You know the Fox effect, but is it's starting hard. To happen. Well,
1: yeah the Fox effect is starting to happen, but like it's hard because that's the only that's the only way they're going to grow and like get the message out to more people and they're really spreading um like the truth about the marijuana industry a lot of other things and you know how like we'll see where it goes We'll just say that because like we don't know what the you know main people at vice actually think no one dude no
0: but i mean it's just it's it sucks because it's like yeah. They were they had really good content. I mean, yeah, they're still very open-minded but about Now stuff. they're
1: linked back to probably but, these five families cuz Fox is. So. Yeah,
0: because like at the end of the day, like the shit that they put out is going to ultimately reflect on the owners and now the owners are Disney and Fox. So it's like they yeah. have to be careful. Yep, so like literally to it definitely to be... adds a new
1: dynamic to their work
0: Absolutely, and and so re- are there really any like truly independent news organizations? There's really not there's just really not other than like the only one there's that I know some, of But is, people uh...
1: like literally are like oh they're fake news, right. They're like too small, right? Sometimes I post articles from small independent organizations and people are like I've never heard of them This right. isn't CNN. So this is fake news, right? And that's exactly. exactly how they wanted to set it up
0: So yeah, I mean it's tough. <laughs> it feels like we're like like hopeless sometimes it feels yeah, like you
1: definitely feel like i mean
0: what can we do like uh the only thing that makes sense to me is like we have to fucking start over we gotta like yeah. there's gonna have to be another like revolution well, or I something mean, like, i mean it's I crazy
1: think, i think this younger generation even like younger than the millennials is gonna is not gonna take shit the same way and is going to look deeper and has more access to things so i don't think we're hopeless and you know things like our podcast no thanks to us people are finding out about the truth no but for real like there will be more podcasts there are more podcasts like yeah, this. there are yeah. more people that are trying to get this well, information out and it, more people yeah. are going to know about it like you know
0: well that's the thing i mean if if you believe that you know you believe in shifts in consciousness and you believe that things can oh you know, yeah we I can, think we're having we can move consciousness our right now. you know evolve as a as a human race and and evolve our civil you know that's the thing too. One of the things you have to remember is like a lot of these families are very, very old. And a lot of the people that were wrapped up in the Illuminati shit and all of the like craziness and stuff are dying. Like uh the Rocket Rockefeller just died. Like some of the original members are dying. So the hope is is that as time goes on through our lifetime that you know the new generations can overpower the, you know, the old elite that have been running things for long. And and At the end of the day, I mean that's the thing people are gonna people are starting to wake up People are starting to see through the bullshit both sides of the table too, when talking about politics right left Middle whatever you want to call it both sides are starting to see it I mean some of us are seeing it from different perspectives, but at the end of the day I think we're all starting to awaken from this illusion that we've been under that has been you know America for the past hundred years or so and I think we're starting to get to a point where you know, we can start thinking about what we want our future to look like. What do we want our society to look like? How do we want people to treat each other? You know, and I think you're absolutely right I think the younger generation people are starting to learn the truth about things a lot younger People are starting to get their minds open a lot younger So all we can do is is continue that trend and continue putting out, you know, the the truth about things and continue you know spreading information that gets suppressed and things like that because it's important and it's important in our evolutionary process. So, you know, I I think that secret societies are kind of a thing of Of the past and I think eventually it's you know, it's just gonna be like you Well,
1: know, the like new-age stuff the internet access to well, yeah, information and, is just changing right, everything
0: absolutely and the ability to Anonymously release information, you yeah. know WikiLe- WikiLeaks and all these different things and so
1: funny how the older generations too like make fun of the Millennials for like trying to be woke and like
0: Oh, I know. And they think they're so knowledgeable about everything <laughs> I know. and knowledgeable about history. I like know. I mean, it's like you're knowledgeable about the, the millennials history are that gonna you be taught. the ones
1: that like grow up with the most access to the most information and it's easily like it's in your phone. Remember that comedian we were listening to recently that was like if you wanted to know something like back twenty years ago, you have to just like think about it all day. Who what comedian was that? he's like the peanuts thing? Like who who created peanut oil? And he's like, well, I don't like you can't just Google anything. But like nowadays, you can literally anything that pops in your head. You can learn about it on your phone right there on the toilet or wherever you are. Right. Right. There's people that just had to run around. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. to the library. Oh, shit. Who was that?
0: I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was. I don't remember who it was. But um, yeah, he was just like, you'd have to just all day be like, hey, do you know who created peanuts? And like, oh, yeah. They don't yeah. have There's no Google. way. Like we
0: have instant. We have information at our fingertips. Like yeah. you can literally look at anything instantly. Which
1: just allows us to grow. And the millennial generation will be Smarter just naturally because they have more access to things. So not all of them, but (laughs) no Yeah,
0: not all of them. Some are (laughs) gonna be dumb and just follow the the crowd. but yeah But
1: but like that's the
0: main thing we want to promote on this podcast is we don't want to tell you what to believe Mm -hmm. All we want you to do is try to open your mind and think critically about things that you may have thought not thought about before Yeah, exactly and you know Don't always just accept the first answer that you get. Question it. And that includes everybody, Uh everybody that tells you things or tells you how things should be. Try to find out the truth for yourself. Find the truth yourself. Yeah. Is what we're trying to promote here. So thank you guys so much for (laughs) joining us on this journey through these five families. Yeah. Can't believe we're done with them. These are just five that secretly control the world and primarily the us but there are actually many more families that we could go into in the future maybe so mm-hmm. but if definitely definitely do your own research look into it further if you, if you want to know more but hopefully we gave you guys a good overview of the five families so
1: yes thank you so much thank and you we will see you next time yes. stay woke I'm